Welcome to Church Nerds Rewind, where we bring you a classic episode from the Bubba and Anna-led morning show that originally launched on Back Row Radio and now is the official Friday morning show on LTN Radio. Today we have a classic episode, episode number 12, where they talked about 10 ways not to start an online community and 10 ways to start an online community. It's quite the show, but first... I am here. Here we go. My name is Bubba. My name's Anna. And you are tuned in to Church Nerds, a back row morning show. And this show is made possible by listeners just like you and a strong partnership between Back Row Radio and Love Thy Nerd. For all of you church nerds and noobs out there, I am a founding member of the aforementioned Love Thy Nerd, which is a ministry that exists to love and serve our nerdy neighbors. And I have almost eight years experience in nerd culture missions with over a decade. That's 10 years. I know how long a decade is. Okay, well, just to make sure. As a professional Christian on church staff. I am Anna. I am here. And that is the end. That is adequate. I'm not good at self-promotion, and I'm okay with that. (laughs) Oh, man. Well, hey, last week, you started off with a quiz for me. I did. And... The Office... I basically crushed it. I mean, and we all love John Krasinski's Some Good News show. We do. And that's really fun. It's such a good show. Like, it's one of those things that you facepalm because you're like, I could have done uh, I uh, that. Yeah, because he doesn't know what he's doing. And it's and he I leans mean, into it. terribly produced, but we all kind of like that about it, I yes, think. Yes, absolutely. Um, but I, like I said, did really well. You did. Well, you did better than 85% of the people who take that quiz was your result. Yeah. For anyone who missed the show last week. You should go back and listen to it. It was was just a marvel. Um, Absolutely wonderful. (laughs) If you do say so yourself. Well, don't don't take my word for it. Go listen to the guy in last week's episode. Answer all those (laughs) questions. Um, I feel like he got shanghaied a little bit by some of those, but it wasn't his fault. No. Yeah. Yeah, the, I addressed that. I, I know. I'm just. It. I'm just saying. I, I'm. But hey, I don't dwell on the past. I'm a guy who is always looking forward. Right. By the way, Will Ferrell's character, who you were trying to reference, isn't his name? Is his name Angelo or D'Angelo? It's D'Angelo. 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 That's what it is. Yeah. I just remembered it was. Is it just bonus question or like? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. All right. So this week, and we were talking about this last week. Like, what could I do for you? Uh huh. To give I quiz you a lot on this show all the time. All the very, time. very few times, partially because I'm actually the one who's responsible for, I don't know, the fun parts of the show. That's fair. I.e. like the game portions. And it's hard to surprise, like, I can't surprise myself with things. So I have to surprise you with things usually. Have you tried? No. Okay. Well, well if I do surprise myself, probably an inappropriate question is going to come up to something and I need to filter them. That's fair. That's fair. Well, 
I decided, hey, I'm going to try and find something for you. Uh-huh. All right. So I've got a Downton Abbey quiz. Sweet. And we talked about that. So this is not completely out of left field, but I had to pick something that I won't even say you have equal knowledge that I have of. I don't. I, it's not equal. I have watched it through. Generally, I like to watch through it every year. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would say it's been every couple of years this last, and it's very long. And so, how many times would you say that you've watched it tip to tail? Um, well, the final season I've probably only seen twice. Okay, but seasons one through four, I've probably seen them a minimum of four times. Just to be fair, they call them series. I don't necessarily call them seasons. Okay, okay, so. Well, Rough start. Already Rough off to start. a bad start, aren't we? <laughs> it's This is so much easier when you have the internet in front of you. I will just say that anytime I need to read in a British accent, which may not come up for a lot of people, but sometimes does when I need to use an interesting voice in anything written by C.S. Lewis. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or um, occasionally for a dramatic something. Okay, yeah. You just have to think... How would Lady Mary Crawley say say this? One of my friends told me that, and it is, it works. And it clicks. Yes. Well. Thank you. Thank you, Lady Mary Crawley. Let's see how that knowledge carries into this. Is this a really hard one? Um, nah. Okay. (laughs) I I don't think so. I will tell you that I wanted to do another one that I thought would be, it would be a little bit more fun, but I didn't think it was necessarily situationally appropriate okay and okay. this it, it was it was like about all the people that died in <laughs> um in Downton Abbey so okay yeah I'm I'm doing the responsible thing and we're gonna okay. just gonna have a general okay. Downton Abbey I'm ready quiz, do it which is harder to find on the internet than, internet than you would think really? because a lot of them are pretty specific about like this was series one this was series two this was the really? you know christmas episode or whatever oh well because uh, i know i know hey yeah. don't take it up with me take I it mean, up there with was Al Gore. the movie and then there was the you know the all of it right okay so here we go Question, I'm only going to give you 10. There's like 400 million questions on this. Really? I'm just going to give you 10 of them. Okay. We okay. just have to keep track of how many I get right. I have 10 fingers. No. So this... It's <laughs> like a little insider knowledge here on Anna. She has 10, I 10 do. fingers. I'm one of the lucky ones. So. Or I guess uh, nine fingers and two thumbs. If, if yes. we're being... Okay. That's not a part of the quiz, but all right. Here we go. Question number one. How does the heir to Downton Abbey die in the first episode of the series. Now, I know I said I wasn't going to get On the Titanic. One. This just happens to be... On the Titanic. Okay. <laughs> Final answer. Let me finish my clarification because I meant, I, I'm not doing a death quiz. This just happens to be number one. Okay. And yes, of course, the answer is... Ding! Oh, wait. You always put those in later. <laughs> well, you're doing great. I was hey, giving it to myself. That's, that's right. That's one last thing I got to do. Um, okay, so question number two. Why doesn't Downton go to one of Lord Grantham's three daughters upon his death? A lot of death stuff still. Because, in this one. well, that's like the central. That's ah, basically it, yeah. So, um, 
because, do I have hands? Because, because the money had been tied up legally that it had to go to like a son heir that it couldn't go to the daughters because it was it was a legality issue. That is correct. Yeah. Because Ding. they were women. Only a male <laughs> only a male heir can inherit the property, which is preposterous because Mary's a boss. Right. So yes. Okay, here we go. Easy one. Softball. What is Matthew Crawley's profession? He is a solicitor on the weekends. Uh, yeah. <laughs> a country solicitor, I think. Um, do you He's wanna, a lawyer. That, that is correct. He is a lawyer. <laughs> <Ding>. <laughs> They're called solicitors. I it's, know, but that's not what this particular one has. Is that three? Was that oh, three? well, hey, you know what? It actually says, it says uh, in unaristocratic job at the time Matthew was a solicitor oh booyah so the answer was lawyer extra credit you're good at this yeah dude I don't know if anybody's told you that or not okay okay so these are easy questions question number what about four I think we're on question four who scandalized the Downton household by wearing a pair of bloomer pants (gasps) Sybil it was Sybil was that, that scandalizing? That is correct. Dang, I thought Given it was just time fun frame, and yeah. cheeky. No. Mm-mm. She was just very forward thinking. She. It says right here, she was fashion forward. That is... And she was forward thinking. I... <laughs> this is uncanny. <laughs> well, I just didn't think that that threw them into scandal, though. Like, shocking, yes. Scandalous. She did far more scandalous things than the pants thing. In my opinion. Okay, here we go. Okay. Was that... F- How many was that? It was some. Uh, one, two, one, two, three... That was the fourth question? Four. That was the fourth okay. question. All right, question number five here, because they're not numbered. That would have okay. helped a lot. What important event ends the first season of the show? The beginning of World War One. It is legitimately the beginning of World War One. Was the... I did not write this quiz. I while, did not write while it. While miniskirts and drinking and drinking laws are a big deal to some people in the U.S., World War One was a little more far-reaching. So that was another thing that was going on at the end of the first season. Was two of the other answers were invention of the miniskirt and prohibition. All that was kind of going on at the same time. These are multiple choice. Oh yeah, you, who cares, right? <laughs> You're not even giving you me the answer. I'm ready to okay. give them to you. Well. I don't seem to need them so far. Okay. Um, Let's see. What job does Edith take at the newspaper? Um, At the beginning, she was a columnist, and she ends up being the editor. (laughs) That is correct. (laughs) Shocker, right? Um, After penning an impassioned letter... To the paper, Edith is asked to become a columnist, and it did not go over well with her family. I'm proud of myself for knowing those terms, because... You're crushing it right now. Um, okay, so, uh, what is this? I think this is the seventh question. I had to overflow my right answers to my... To bo- <laughs> I, have, I have correct answers on both of my hands. Um, let's see. Oh, here we go. Um, what does Mrs. O'Brien, why does Mrs. O'Brien leave Downton? She went to go work 
for um, it was it was uh, Lord Grantham's uh, cousin, whose name is let's see, her daughter's name is Rose, her husband's name is Shrimpy, Susan, <laughs> Susan, um, oh, what's their last name? Do I have to get her last name? I don't have it. She lives in Scotland. I don't have it here. It just simply says, you're correct, by the way. Okay. She takes a job as a lady's maid. The lady's maid, because she can make hair big. She makes big hair. I think, a.k.a. she got written off the show, is really what (laughs) happened. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Something about a a contract dispute or something like that. Yeah, because after all they had been through, she and Lady Grantham, um, it is a little bit unbelievable that... Susan, who is the worst, she's the worst, is just like, hey, I think you should come work for me. And then she's like, yeah, okay, I think I'll do that. What? No. No. Yeah, not today, Satan. That was a seven. I think that was a seven. Okay, so here you go. Here's the next one. What scandal lies in Violet Crawley's past? (gasps) She had an affair with a Russian. uh, Was he Russian? I think he was Russian. Prince, Prince, um, I can't remember his name. I don't know if I could pronounce it, but they meet because Rose is working with Russian immigrants who are impoverished. Prince, (laughs) it starts with a K. Anyway. I mean, you're right, obviously. Ding! She, She almost ran away with another man when she was married. Yes. Mm-hmm. She was in love with a Russian prince. And he still makes he her back. heart beat. He came back. Remember that? And she was so noble, and she reunited him with his wife who made him miserable. <laughs> that was a weird, <laughs> absolutely thing. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Let's let's skip around here. Uh, We're going to skip that one. That was a good question, though. <laughs> um what does Molesley's father excel in? Which, by the way, tending is... roses, growing roses. Yes, gardening mm-hmm. is what it has here. Absolutely correct. Ding. He won. He won the garden yeah. show for his roses. Molesley is my favorite character in the whole show, <laughs> and I goofy. say that a he, yeah, lot. You do. You love. You love Molesley. Was that, that nine? Was nine. That was nine. All right. One so more. We need... We're going for ten for ten. Ten for. Well, you're you're gonna do it. I don't know his that I can even. Questions are so easy, though. These are not like. That's well. That's what I said about the other one. Is that it was kind of easy. Okay, here we go. What indiscretion did Miss Baxter commit while employed as a lady's maid in a previous household? Indiscretion is a nice word for it. She stole her ladyship's jewels because she was in an abusive relationship, and the guy blackmailed her basically into stealing them and taking the fall. That is exactly what happened. Ding. Anna Miriam Stalkup, you went 10 for 10, Ooh. bro. 10 for yeah. 10. That, there are so many more questions on here. I want to answer all of them, but we don't have time. But I will say this, as far as Downton Abbey is concerned. So down, <laughs> Downton Abbey, what, that started airing a couple years before we moved here. And I heard a friend talk about it who was a church friend. And I was like, man, all... I don't know. I'm kind of interested. Want to check out that show. The first two episodes, 
Probably all of you guys have watched this show, I hope, but the first two episodes are rough. And I was like, I can't believe she recommended this. <laughs> I thought she was a nice person. Um, but then, I don't know, We I, I continued watching and you made fun of me until it reached this point where it just drew you in and you're like, not i want to see what happens next i want to see what happens next and you were watching just as much as me oh yeah yeah no i'm i'm a total um down head for sure i i couldn't answer half of those questions that you did because really? I had, well i mean i mean yeah. as i was reading them i was like oh okay obviously that's the you couldn't have come up with answer. that by I, yourself not nearly as quick as you did <laughs> but i was not a big fan of downton because <sighs> trying to remember exactly what it was first and foremost you started watching downton and nfl aired at the same time on sundays okay and (laughs) i I specifically remember we were living at your parents house Uh and and, you know after we just moved down here we didn't have place to stay Mm -hmm. um but we were living at your parents' house, and I went upstairs to probably go to the bathroom or something like that. And, and I changed the game it. was on. And when I came down, you and your mom were watching Downton Abbey, and I was like, "Well, what? You shouldn't no? have taken so long in the bathroom." This is well, you're probably right. Um, Sundays are rough, bro. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> but I, it was at that moment that I was just done. I was done with you. Downton. Were just you were done. mad. You were passive aggressively taking it I out on was, Downton when you were mad at me. Yeah, I was. And then the next time I actually like watched one, it was you can't just come in in the middle of Downton. It there just, are a lot of characters. That's the thing I love about it is like this deep character development show. Um, I think some people who criticize it say it's kind of soap opera ish, except it's oh, just it's, better than that. It's uh, just one, better. One hundos. It is. Also, it's funny. It is, but it's like, and not poorly acted. It's it's very it was very unassuming to me. Yeah, it kind it came out of nowhere, and there is it's it's British TV. The Office. Yeah, well, much like The Office. Yes, it's British TV, and I mean that in the sense that like the same thing happened with Sherlock, and we were watching um, what was that one with uh, with uh, with David Tennant in it, um. Grace Church? No, it starts starts the B. Broad Church. Broad Church. That's Grace what it is. Church Street. Um, from, what is what? That's from something else. I don't know. Someone tell us what Google Grace Earth. Church Street is yeah. from. Um, but the the thing of it is, like, they cram so much into one episode. I was just thinking, and that was even one of the the questions here. Um, a lot of the questions had to deal with like the first episode of the show because there's so much that happens. That you get to the end of it and you're like, that was one episode? <laughs> yeah. No, pause. That was the first episode? Yeah. I might not have started there, uh-huh. but they did. Well. Um, and then we kept watching. And now here we are on podcast, some odd years later, uh, talking about it. And you crushed it. You went 10 for 10, bro. Yeah. Uh, you could you could go. Here we go. Um, just for kicks and grins here. Okay. Bonus round. Bonus question, Bonus right? lightning round. <laughs> Oh, I had it. Okay. What is the name of Lord Grantham's sweet dog? Isis. It is. It's kind of an unfortunate name for a sweet dog, but it is what it is. Yep. Isis. Yeah. Yep. Isis. There is a a good friend of ours, and um, he has a daughter named Iris. (laughs) 
<laughs> but I was convinced, and for two days, three days, um, called her Isis, Isis. and um, that is that was not her name. So <laughs> was not even close. Uh, well, hey, that was fun. I want to do I want to do some more stuff like that where I get to ask you things, and people get to see how you're pop culture smart. You're not like pop still pop culture popular culture smart but you know things it is i mean downton abbey made it really big though it did i mean we wouldn't watch the movie yes it was i liked the movie less i could tell they had a different writer but whatever yeah what are you gonna do (laughs) Uh, a lot of things resolved we actually had to go back and watch series six again some of it to even remember, like, was that person even the thing? In yeah, the, I don't remember in the that thing? person. Yeah, um, it gets real weird there at the end. Well, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. Well, hey, we want to know, how did you do? Did you take this quiz along with Anna? How did you do? Be honest. Because <sighs> Jesus knows yep. if you're lying or not. Mm, yep. But we want to know. Let us know by sending us an email, church nerds at lovethynerd.com or you can just hit us up inside a back row Baptist on the Facebook group there or over in the Love Thy Nerd community on our Facebook stuff. So let us know how you did and do you like these things? Are there some things that you want us to quiz each other on that maybe we don't know anything about and we have to come up with an answer? I don't know. You guys be the judge. You decide. And even though they're no longer on Backer Radio, but LTN Radio, you can still contact them at all those places. And uh, they're still taking this, these kind of uh, requests because the show is still going. When we come back, 10 ways to not start an online community. Stick around. When I'm around someone who I think is better than me, I try and drag them down to my level. That's why perfect Tahani is like my kryptonite. Oh, even admitting that is an important step. And also, maybe don't listen to me. I would love not to listen to you. Wait, what? Basically, my life's work is 3,600 pages of garbage. Even Michael couldn't understand it. So? What does Michael know? Everything. That's my point. He knows everything, and it was too convoluted, even for him. Michael does not know everything. Michael does not know I'm not supposed to be here. You wrote 4,000 pages on one of the most complicated subjects in the world. I mean, I used to get bored halfway through writing a text message. In the third episode of the first season of The Good Place, we find Chidi being confronted by Michael, who is trying to convince him to give up his life's work and find a new hobby now that he's in The Good Place. And it kind of makes sense because his life's work was writing an entire 4,000-page dissertation on human ethics, which... You know, now that you're in the afterlife, maybe not such a big priority. Ultimately, he's convinced by Eleanor that this is what he likes to do. It wasn't just some sort of assignment or or mission. It was his hobby. And not everybody always understands your hobbies. And when people don't understand it, they often don't like it. And when they don't like it, they're going to try and convince you that you shouldn't like it either. We find that all the time in nerd circles. Video games are a big deal. There are a lot of people on the outside of our world who see us playing video games and think, what a waste of time and what a poor use of God's talents and gifts. Are we sure we should be paying attention to these guys? What they don't see 
is how those video games become the catalyst for change. There are so many people who are more willing to let their guard down and talk to us even about spiritual matters simply because we want to play video games with them. It's a big deal. People on the outside circles try to convince themselves that your hobby that they don't like cannot possibly be edifying to God. But in reality, what hobby is intrinsically glorifying to God? Your hobby might be to play guitar, but that doesn't necessarily mean it's glorifying to God unless you use that guitar skill to worship him. Maybe even to lead others in worship or to teach someone who really wants to learn. The Bible says in 1 Corinthians 10 31, so whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do all for the glory of God. That leaves the door open for a lot of our nerdy pursuits as well. So chill out, pick up a controller, and maybe that way when we're all in heaven, when me, Billy Graham, and Abraham Lincoln challenge you to a race in Mario Kart, you won't be all like, no idea what's going on, and I am freaking out, homie. Catch a new Back Row Binge Watch every Monday on the Back Row Morning Show, exclusively on LTN Radio. Welcome back to Church Nerds Rewind. We're bringing you episode 12 of Church Nerds. Started at, towards the beginning of the uh, pandemic lockdowns. And if there is one thing that's become really important during this season, it is the need for online communities. But how do you start one? Or maybe more importantly, how shouldn't you start one? Let's go. Welcome back to Church Nerds. And before we get into what this episode is actually about, we want to take a moment and just say, Happy Happy Good Friday. Friday! Today is the day. It's actually, it's confusing, right? When you're like, this is Good Friday, and the kids are like, "What's good about it?" And you're like, "Jesus died." And That's they're a like, fair question. What? Yeah, it's a hard it's explanation. Good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but anyway, yes. But it, but it is. It is. You know, good. this is we're ending Holy Week here. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe you're not a part of a denomination that really does all the things in the Monday, Thursday, and you know, maybe you, you don't even have a good Friday service. Like I know that our church doesn't have a good Friday service. Um, we're part of a Southern Baptist denomination church, but you know what? It doesn't really matter if your actual church has a service for it or not. It's up to you to remember what's happened and how you're going to deal with it. Or do like a um, Seder dinner. And we, oh, stuff, yeah. You know, okay, like so that. that's the thing. Like we don't have, we don't have Good Friday. We don't do Monday, Thursday, but we do traditionally. We have done. This Seder is going to be the first. Like Passover meals, yeah. This will probably be the first in almost five years. That we, have, that we haven't yeah. done it with friends. So. Yeah. But, and if you're listening to the podcast version of this show, Happy Easter. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Whenever you're listening, happy, happy today. I don't know. I don't know who needs to hear this, but it's insert today's day here. He is risen. He is risen indeed. All right. And also with you. (laughs) Um, But uh, we want to talk a little bit about you kind of carrying on with the whole COVID-19 and coronavirus and stuff that's going on. Uh, um, 
everybody knows that that's what's happening. I'm like, we are is all. There, what is that? Never heard of her, right? Yeah. I have actually, like, people, <laughs> people in our Love Thy Nerd online community and some people that I've seen, like, on Twitter and stuff like that, they've started to call this, like, affectionately, you know, refer to it as Rona. Mm-hmm. Oh, hey, here comes my girl Rona. You right. know, I can't go outside because Rona is, you know, blocking Rona. the door. Mm-hmm. Um, but on our other podcast, um, Free Play, Free Play podcast, we have started to call it Corey. Corey. Yeah. From like Disney has this show called Corey in the House or had this show called Corey in the House. And one of the other hosts that we have, Kate. She was a part of a Disney band. Yes, that's a she very worked interesting for the mouse. Story. And so, yeah, you guys need to go listen to Free Play. It's awesome. It yes. is as awesome as I am good at The Office. Uh, oh, yeah? And don't take my word on it. There's a guy on there that has my name. He sounds a lot like you. Actually, I don't listen to Free Play to listen to you, though. I Same. Mean, I could listen to you every day, so that's for sure. Um, for sure. I, I listen for Kate. Same. She's my favorite. Oh yeah, easily. Yeah. Anyway, what were we talking about? Um, I think we were talking about Corey, Corey, and Rona, Corey and Rona in the house. Um, so that there's a thing going on right now. Yeah, what we want to do is we, as Love Thy Nerd, we want to kind of help you guys get through this a little bit better. Um, and what was it last week? I believe it was on, on last week's show. We talked about parenting. It was and... two weeks ago then. Had to have been two weeks ago uh, or two shows ago. We talked about online community and how it was important to lean into that mm-hmm. and how this was going to be the thing that kind of helped keep us all sane. Um, and really, we were all going to be the better and our mental health was going to be better because of leaning into online community. And all that is really well and fine so long as the community that you're a part of is a healthy and thriving one. Are you suggesting that there are unhealthy online communities that are not thriving? Um, I'm not suggesting it. I am offering it as fact. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so they are not all healthy. Trust me, I love, love to point out the fact that the internet is the bridge that real life trolls live under. And for most of them, the rent is free. Well, and honestly, I mean, it brings out all of our inner trolls, doesn't it? Have you ever found yourself being the troll? Has it like, yes, has it ever all of a sudden you're like, oh, dang. I'm being a troll right now. Uh, Chances are, if I am commenting regularly on a thread, I'm just trolling it. (laughs) That's just me. Okay, but there's like trolls that are funny. Oh, yeah. yeah, And then there's like the. The real like actually six headed monster yeah. type trolls that are like they're out to get you. You know, yeah, yeah you're gonna thanks. you're gonna pay the toll for sure with these <laughs> these people. Um, I'm the grumpy old troll <laughs> under the bridge. <laughs> A little bit of light, um, Dora the Explorer for you this morning or afternoon or whenever you're listening to this. Never change, babe. I just <laughs> love everything about you. Okay, so here's what we want to do. Um, we, like I said, love thy nerd. W- what we want to do is is we want to be a resource for you, the church or organization or whatever that's out there that's having to navigate now being online more than you ever have been. 
And I'm not talking about like, I'm just surfing the web online. I'm, I'm on Facebook more reading or shopping or you're trying to figure out what wish is trying to get me to buy. Like what, what, I, what we're talking I about here that. I hate is wish. how to create a healthy, thriving online community. Oh, snap. Taking the leadership to the people. Absolutely. Oh, so, dear. So we we have been doing this. And I say we is like like love thy nerd and people people around me for the better part of a decade. And I personally have managed like several communities with over 2000 people strong in them, like holding firm at 2000. So that's a weird flex. I get it. It's kind of my jam, though. Um, It's what I do. Did I mention how good I am at office trivia? You've got to stop. Um, But I I just want you guys to know my credentials so that. You know that the advice that you're about to hear comes from the most credible source. From the, the most credible, credible troll source. under the internet bridge. Well, it's, it's definitely the most credible source that I know of. <laughs> um, but anyway, like in all seriousness, um, I want to give you guys some really good stuff. And, and Anna, you, you said, I, I probably don't have anything to add to this, but you do. Uh, Hopefully. We're going to find out in just a second. I am going to troll this episode, basically, Uh, which I'm going to start it out because I was like, you know what I think? I think that we should just do a little satire bit Mm -hmm. about all the things people should do that are actually terrible advice. Classic troll move. And that's what we're going to start out with. We are going to kick this thing off with the top 10 ways not to have a healthy online community. Or, do not do these things, people. Yeah. Don't. <laughs> this also translates to any community. Yeah. Not just, just online. Don't be whatever. All right, Anna. Well, hit us with number 10. Uh, n- number 10. No, number 10? Hit number one. We wrote these in a different order than what you were just telling me to Correct. start out with. Starting with number one. <laughs> Final answer? Yeah. Number one. <laughs> number one. Uh, number one number one is what tone do you want i don't care number one i like the other one better number one number one there you go no rules just jesus up in here in your community yeah because we're talking about like Christian communities, right? So this is church, church nerds. nerds. I don't know if you know what it is that you're actually listening to. Which it doesn't. Your community doesn't have to be centered around Jesus necessarily. But the point we're trying to make here is no rules at all. Just complete anarchy no, just, in your group. Just do you the thing that you want to do. Yeah, because rules are inhibiting. Rules are for chumps. Yeah, absolutely. Number two. No, read it. Number, Number two. There you go. Post. As many political opinions as you possibly can, because what? Well, go ahead. I was just going to say, if you think that you've posted enough to post another post, one. yes, one more, more. Yeah, uh, because in the past we have found that this unfailingly fosters mm-hmm. openness, mm-hmm, honesty mm-hmm. and just this sense of togetherness. Absolutely. I mean, because even if you're shouting at somebody, at least you're talking. That's right. Yeah. All right. Number three. Number three is allow everyone who wants to be there. Just welcome them with open arms. You get somebody like no need to answer any questions. Just come on in, especially you. You too. You person whose profile is 
uh, in a completely different language and is apparently <laughs> obsessed with designer sunglasses at deeply discounted price at prices, uh, please tell us how we can get them multiple times per day. Yeah, absolutely. We would love that. Absolutely. Uh, multi-level marketing. Please. For sure. That is what we are about. If you don't have a pyramid scheme, just don't come. <laughs> like I'm not, I'm not interested unless you're trying to get me to sell something. Now, uh, let's step out of satire for just a second because Jaboy is an easy mark. Oh my gosh. I have bought so many things. I've bought so Y'all. many things off Facebook. Facebook and every Boy Scout, every Girl Scout, every child yep. selling yep. anything for a fundraiser. And and I, I can go along with that to a certain extent. But when it's like people coming to the door to sell you weird books, weird cleaning supplies or like meeting you at the gas station. We were at the gas station one time and you're like, babe, babe, I got this cool stuff that's going to clean our headlights. And I paid this many dollars and, and tires I wanted to punch your face because I'm the one trying to like run the, our bank account and save money. And you're buying weird things. It's so easy. So if y'all need to sell something weird, probably Definitely don't contact him, please, for the love of me for, for what and it's our worth, family. Every single thing that she said was not some off-the-cuff weird thing she thought about. Those were all things that I purchased. Yes. In in given situation, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> yeah. This, so anyway, don't let those people. Set, let's buy all of the books. Not the small package of books. We're going to buy the complete package it was of a books. Better, it was a better deal to get oh, them all. for the love. Number four. Do it alone. Hi-ho, silver. Yeah. You don't need help. People are just going to drag you down. Yeah. That's just, it's it's red tape. It's opinions. It's. Because if you, sh- if you share leadership, then you have to share control. And you need to be able to control it all. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not control if you can't control it. Yeah. Obvi. Everybody knows that. Number five. Treat people differently within your group because if there's one thing people love, it's clicks. Absolutely. Love. They love them. Um, I think uh, my good buddy Michael Scott said, I love inside jokes. Love to be a part of one someday. <laughs> yes. yes. Yeah. So if you can alienate people, that's, that's probably, probably the best thing mm-hmm. that you can Just- do little bit of filtering figure out who rises to this top the, mm-hmm, the top mm-hmm. and uh, yeah practice practice a little comment ghosting every uh, now and again the political posts are going to help you with this one yes yeah it's, sure. it's a it's a both and 100 <laughs> percent it is number six uh handle all disagreements openly transparency absolutely is key absolutely so light those dumpster fires do it people absolutely love that we need to know what everyone is thinking all the time that's that's the whole point of social media just in the most abrasive terminology possible absolutely yeah we have found that the more questions you ask um negatively the higher the engagement is on the posts that and might be true. Not a joke, actually. <laughs> that's just fact. But for building healthy community, when you when you lead with things like, "What's your least favorite Star Wars movie?" Oh yeah, 
That's probably a bad idea. <laughs> no, wait, you're ruining it. I'm Satire, just. Be, I have to. I gotta be real for a second with people here. Uh, where are we at? Number seven. Uh, encourage oversharing. Mm. Please share about your cat's health problems. We want to pray for you. Real talk, okay. <laughs> I know you're trying to do satire, but I have I have to speak in. It's just some of these every now and again. If your cat does need prayer, I get it. I totally get it. We have five cats. We got them, the cats. Okay. I understand that. Maybe not in the group. Maybe that's not, it's not going to yield the results that you are looking for. Well, I don't know if you address this. We can talk to you about how to handle the cat pre-requests. There is a way to handle it. I I did not go over that because that's that's more minutiae. Well, well, I think it's a good... I I didn't say it was bad. It doesn't have to do... You want to go over it now? Okay. You want to just break? Here's how you handle it. Threads. You know, specific threads. There are certain things that are going to come up a lot. Pre-requests is one. Mm -hmm, Or if mm -hmm. you're in any... Like, there are certain hot-button issues... So, for example, this is not faith-based. This is in in my sewing group. Faithless. Yeah, it's kind of heavy, didn't it? <laughs> <laughs> really, do. in all of my sewing groups, the hotness right now, obviously, is sewing masks. That's mm-hmm. what like everybody is doing. You were doing it before it was cool, though. Oh, I'm sorry, the government mandate. I just mandated. judge everyone. Any anytime I see somebody posting pictures of something mm-hmm. they sewed that was not a mask, Absolutely. I'm like. You were sewing something and it was not PPE. Did your doll How need a dress? Dare you? Um, actually, I just feel really envious. <laughs> like, I want to sew other things. Anyway, um, in those in those groups, the moderators are like, "Oh my gosh, so many mask posts, mega threads." No, oh, yeah, mega threads Make are mega the threads. bees knees. Post all of your mask things here. Mm-hmm. So post all your prayer requests or whatever pertinent amazing thing is happening in whatever yeah. community is happening direct conversation towards those threads so that people who want to read about them can and the people your, your prayer warrior people can pray for all the cats and they will and they, they will. will in the appropriate space to share we have we have found and not just in this but like in it just in general like when when people share prayer requests especially on social media, just the fact that somebody says praying for you. A lot of times that's all anybody's even looking for is just that I need somebody to hear me. Yeah. I'm feeling out of control. I'm feeling scared. I need to be acknowledged. Like I need somebody to acknowledge this emotion in me and wanting and wanting prayer. Yeah. And I'm not saying don't pray for them. Obvi, Uh, if somebody's asking for it, I think that we should do that. I think that we are like contractually obligated as Christians that if we say we're going to pray for somebody to do that thing, mm-hmm. and I'm just as guilty of not doing it mainly because I forget a lot. I have the same idea and I think it's an awesome idea. Um, I was like, man, I need to write that down. I need to like hang it above my computer monitor. So I look at it and it is, it's a fantastic idea. I rarely ever do that. Um, I might've done it twice. Yeah. And it helps. 
It really does. When you do it. When you do it. But mega threads are the big deal. So, for instance, in the Love Thy Nerd community, um, we have a couple of rules at the top. Uh, Anna said, no rules, just Jesus. You know, like that's a terrible idea for an online community. Um, Because you have to have things or else it's the Wild West. Um, Like we use Facebook as our main community. We also use a couple of other things that we'll talk about in the next segment. But um, we use Facebook as our main community outreach. And in doing that, we have the ability to moderate, Mm -hmm. to take things down that don't line up with the rules that people legitimately have to agree to Mm -hmm. to even get in. Mm-hmm. So when people are like, oh, I'm a free speech and this, that, and the other, I'm like, well, you agreed to these things when you came in here. Um, and we have one question that people have to ask before they get into our community. And it's, answer. They have to answer. Oh, they have to answer it. Yeah. If, they, if they asked it, that wouldn't make a whole lot of sense. I mean, they could like they do could their, say it out loud. The Ron Swanson themselves. where you answer every question with a question. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the question that we ask them that they have to answer is, what's up, nerd? And they can answer with anything. I've had some weird stuff come through there. Yeah. <laughs> and it's fine. I honestly don't care what the answer is. Um, you just need to know they're not it's superfluous. Yeah. What it does or is it stops. It cares that they care to be there. Mainly for me, it stops and it makes them read the rules. Mm-hmm. Like these are the community guidelines. And then you have to read those to get to the question. So they at least put eyes on it. And then they, they say, yes, I'm, I'm agreeing to come in and do this thing. So one of the, the things that we have in there is no um, self-promotion. And we also have no oversaved content. Um, and so like. What is oversaved? Oversaved content. Um, if you are actually, I think it's even a rule here in back row, um, back row uh, radio. I think it is. Matt did. He and I have very similar guidelines. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but what we did, uh, what oversaved content means, like if you have like a, a holy chain letter that you want to send on, you know, send, if you, if you really love Jesus, then you'll drop a like on this post. Mm-hmm. Um, or, hey, um, here's an inspirational poster with a Here, dove on here's it. Here's an angel to send to all of your friends. Jeremiah twenty nine eleven plastered across the front of it. Usually it's not blinking and flashing. It's not that. Well, MySpace called. They are holding all those hostage. Thank God. I know people um, are still sending them to me, bro. I am not getting them, and I am happy about that. Oh my goodness. So what we do is we actually have a share your story Sunday post. And we also have a shameless self-promotion Saturday post. Right. And those two things are like dump here Mm -hmm. because we got to the point where we could not just keep all that stuff out. Yeah. It was actually hurting the community to do that because somebody needs prayer. What are we going to say? Yeah. Can you go do that outside? We don't want to pray for you. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Yeah. No, I think it's just because it's giving people a place to. You're not taking anybody's speech. You're just saying. Can you please post that in this spot? Because it just helps to keep things organized. Man, and, you know. people have shared some dark stuff on the wall of a group with 2,000 people in it. And we've had to pull it before mm. because it's like, look, that's not good for you. And that's not good for a community. Because specifically with Love Thy Nerd, what we're trying to do is we're trying to create this safe middle ground this is like our our mission right we want to create a safe place for all for everybody that's our number one rule safe place for all and in doing so 
We want a non-Christian and a Christian to be able to come together and share memes and talk about video games and nerd culture and comic books and all sorts of stuff. So if we have something that leans more into or like swings heavy into the uh, church world, that's going to push people away because the overall community is the gathering space. It's the, it's the top level. You know, if, if you want to think about it in terms of a church, like a building, it's the foyer. It's the welcome area. It's, it's the coffee the, bar. Yeah. It's, it's where people are going to hang out and just chill. Like if you want to have a side room conversation, which is what we call them, you can do that, but it is not going to happen right there. And for you, I'm not going to let you get on a, a, a soapbox and tell people the deepest, darkest things about you. You mean like your soapbox that you're in right now? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Well, I have a microphone. It's <laughs> completely different. Well, and I think when you have people telling, saying things like that uh, on a management or leadership level, the appropriate thing is, you know, it's just let our leadership team oh, yeah. pray for for this. Yeah. And continue to talk with us about this, but maybe this isn't something that belongs in the, in, the, in the general community where there are children and whatnot. Absolutely. <laughs> so, wow. So, that so, was, well, hold on. But I mean, oh, this okay. is all within like transparency and handling things openly. So if somebody does overshare or whatever, you don't just blast them in the comments. Right. Or if somebody shares a political post, you don't just blast them in the comments. What we do, this is this is how we do, because I'm giving you all the advice that, that we have from, you know, almost eight years of doing this, right? Facebook, specifically Facebook groups, allow you to remove a comment or a post and cite a guideline that you have. Mm-hmm. And then also... How is this in violation of your community rules? Yes. And then also immediately right there, it allows you to use, I don't remember exactly how many characters it is. It's I not a it's lot. it's like a hundred. But just to write a quick note. Yeah. Like, hey, I've cited this guideline. I just want to let you know this no harm, no foul. Um, But that kind of thing is not really what we're here for. We we like your engagement. Yeah. Just try to keep it within the rules. And nobody ever, ever comments back with like entitlement or foul language or uh, anything. Just kidding. They most certainly do. <laughs> I was like, like what? Nobody. <laughs> I slipped back into sarcasm. Um, no, nobody likes to have their stuff pulled. Right. And it that's just when makes because when you feel like you you just go on the defense all yeah. of a sudden. Yeah. Just it's like part of human nature. I feel that way too. You're censoring me. Like, well, well it's just the yes. feeling. I think it's just that. Um, human response where like it's really easy to go from shame to anger oh yeah like if you have to if you feel like you've broken a rule then that makes you feel ashamed Mm -hmm. but then you feel mad that you were made to feel ashamed sure you know it's like a defense mechanism it's a personal attack right and i get that that's that's why sometimes like (laughs) there are people in our community that i'll just pull their stuff and be like my note is Come on, man. <laughs> yeah. Like you, you knew what yeah. you were doing. Yeah, hey, but happy Monday. Um, I pulled your boast again. So, yeah. Um, but there are some people that's like, hey, I just want to let you know. This is this is just not what we're here for. And we have had people leave our community mm-hmm. over 
pulling their stuff. Well, you let so-and-so have this up and you're just, you're, you know, I mean, it has been bad. But at the end of the day, you can't handle that mess publicly. No. And you can't let them handle it publicly either. And I tell, and I tell people too, like, hey, you have a wall. You have your own Facebook profile. Yeah, you do. And if you are willing to deal with the fallout from whatever this thing is that you posted on your personal wall. Yes. Then post it there. And then if it's like, but I want people in this group to see it. Well, are you not friends with people in this group outside of this group? Because you should be. (laughs) Yeah. Like you're trying. We're trying to connect people. Yeah. Outside of this group. Like inside. Yes. But. We yeah. want you to be friends and actually see what's going on with each other's lives yeah, outside a, of this group as well. And so that's a byproduct of being a part of our community. You be friends with a lot of these people mm-hmm. who you care about their opinion. Post it on your own wall, man. Yeah. Or woman. I don't know. Human person. <laughs> so that's that one. I wanted to park there for a second because I do really feel like that is one. Like it is sticky. so bad. And it's like, that's practical, right? Like step outside of the faith community or the secular community or whatever. It doesn't matter. Like people love their opinions. And when you don't let them, (laughs) I'm trying to stumble over my words, trying to say that when you don't let them express them in the way that they want to express them, then especially here in the United States of America, the good old West. You are trampling on their rights mm-hmm. um, and I can do whatever I want, whatever I want is the idea. Uh, the beauty of it is, is that you can, can say things like the internet is a very big place. There are other groups that will let you do that. This is not one of those groups. And we mm-hmm. specifically with Love Thy Nerd try to make our community a place that is not like the rest of the world out mm-hmm. there, you know, and that's literally us trying to be in the world, but not of it. You know, we are going to talk about nerdy things and do all sorts of stuff, but we're not interested in who you voted for or, um, you know, any of that stuff or really your conspiracy theories on COVID-19 or anything like that, like our negative stuff in general. Like It's just we we have a very specific idea in mind and we try not to handle that publicly. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we don't catch it quick enough. And you got to you got to know that the Internet is it it is dry grass and it only takes a little spark for something to spread and it spreads quickly. It only takes a spark to get a fire going. Isn't that what are you doing right now? It's actually about evangelism. Oh, (laughs) but those are the that's come on, church nerds, please. Stand uh, with me. You sing at a church camp. Come on. Okay. Number eight. Number eight. When you start singing about evangelism songs, I got to move on, bro. I sing a lot of little weird bits on this show. That's I'm really. True. Do I do this in my regular life? No, you do not. I don't sing no. little weird bits of things. I think it's because you can hear your voice so clearly that it's like you're in your head, and sometimes you <laughs> might forget that I'm sitting s- here. Sing in my own. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, okay, number eight. Number eight. 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 Set it and forget it. This thing, this group, you're gonna it's it's gonna run itself, basically. Yeah, all you have to do babysit it. You start it, you invite everybody you know. These people are all adults. Nice, walk away. They can just be adults in this group and check it once or twice a week. Revert to junior high. Probably fine. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) People are inherently good. I hear that a lot. Yeah. 
and totally. the internet will prove one way or the other on that. <laughs> Number nine. Remember earlier we said uh, that you shouldn't like no rules, just Jesus. Mm-hmm, so no mm-hmm. rules. Here's kind of the pendulum swing to that. Have all the rules. Oh, tons yeah, of them. Absolutely. As many. Hey, like, if they're going to get mad, so many. walk it down. Yeah. Walk so, it down. So, so many rules, hopefully, that by the time you're done, people will be too afraid to post. Yeah, absolutely. And then you won't have to babysit anything. It's just easier that way. Yeah. Well, uh, I, I mentioned that, you know, Matt Coker and I have, have very similar rules. Um, he's got a pretty locked, airtight one. Don't yeah. be a turd. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He got that from me. Yeah. Because that's one of our rules, too. Yeah. And I can't, I can't be any more airtight than that. Sometimes I'll just cite that one. Don't do be a turd. You don't think that's like up to interpretation of what's turd, turdly? I kind of explained turd, it a little bit. T- turdish. Turdly? Like a, like a, like a turd. <laughs> Thank you for defining. In a, in a very snide and turdish manner. That's Leslie Nope. Oh my gosh. You've been watching Pachitis. a lot of... Pachitis. <laughs> peach, peach pit. Yeah. That was such a good show. Believe me now, he was here. You've been watching a lot of that lately. Yeah, just to be I've fair. been binging it while I sew. So you got two. You got two things. You can either have no rules mm-hmm. or all the rules. There is no gray. Yeah, all or nothing. Yep, yep. Pick a side. Last but not least, number ten. Always ask for donations Gotta because get people scurla. love to feel constantly guilted into financial giving. Yeah, absolutely. Um, a little bit of Christian guilt goes a long way. I love it. It is what it is. So if you can use this this platform, if you can leverage it to get money out of them, do it all do the time. It. Yes. I mean, do it. Maybe like a day. Okay, thank you, Shia. Maybe like a <laughs> daily post on your giving links, um, how they can stay connected with you and partner with you financially on the regs mm-hmm. daily. Uh, oh, oh, I got a better one. What if like you listed all the people who are giving? So oh. if they're not on the list. That's not obnoxious. Just uh, some peer pressure. Well, I mean, the guilt comes in many and flavors. Clicks again. Mm-hmm. We're just checking mm-hmm. all of the boxes yeah. right now. And then you, you maybe have, you have the post say something to the effect of, I just want to say thanks to my good friends. And then you label everybody. So and so. Yeah. Don't at me, but do at me if I'm a giver because you need to shame people into giving you money. Right. Right. In the name of appreciation. Yeah. Or depreciation. You be the judge. Demisiation. Anti-demisiary. So those were highly sarcastic ways, okay? Disregard all of that. If you took any of it seriously, except the parts where we were being serious, we hope you're actually decent at reading sarcasm. Mm. That's what we're trying to if say. If not, you're going to have a hard time. If just... you need any of this to be clarified for you, please send us a message or an email. Just email Anna directly. Yeah, <laughs> she'll she filled all those. I love uncomfortable conversations. She really does. No, I don't. Oh, you were doing sarcasm again. <laughs> that was good. I got you earlier, and you yeah. just got me now. Bubba, Bubba. I legit um, lean into him sometimes. I am like, oh no, you again. win, you win. I will roll over and submit. <laughs> yeah. Um, but on the on the real here, guys, like seriously, we just sometimes. The best way to learn from something is to see how not to do it. Mm-hmm. 
And that's a legitimate tactic that you can take in your real life on, oh, well, that person is terrible at that. Okay, maybe I won't do it like that. Let's look at all the things. These were 10 ways. Community is not. These are 10 ways that we have actually seen communities just tank fall apart yeah yeah um, so or honestly things that we have you know uh, um online community sins that we have committed ourselves yeah well like a lot of learning and um some of these things are not things that you're going to deal with for a very long time if you're just starting out your community some of these issues are big group issues they really are um some of them may come up faster than you would think and I, I'm managing a community right now that we didn't have to have whole rules, at, like tons of rules at the beginning because we didn't know how big it was like. It could be seven people, but then it started to grow. Yeah. And so I had to retroactively institute some rules and some guidance and yeah. um, things like that. So you just have to play it by ear a little bit. You might not need all of these suggestions, but. Right. You have them at your at your disposal here. What can I say except you're welcome? Like, this is what we're here for. <laughs> Do you for. want me to sing you a song about I it? don't think legally you're allowed okay. I think Kate would have to sing it. <laughs> All right, we're going to take another break here. And when we come back, they're going to bring you 10 more ideas about online communities. But these are ones that you might actually want to implement. Don't go anywhere. Church Nerds Rewind with Bubba and Anna will be right back after this awesome music. This week in Nerdy News, this is LTNN. According to TV Line, the Dexter revival has cast its new villain. They've cast Clancy Brown as Kurt Caldwell, the unofficial mayor of the small town of Iron Lake. Dexter's 10-episode revival will premiere on Showtime. Just have some bleach, Andy. There's a new Batwoman poster having been released from the CW, featuring, of course, Ryan Wilder's new costume, the new character stepping into the main role and. I gotta say, the poster, it's really underwhelming. Kind of looks like a bad Photoshop of someone wanting to be Batwoman. I don't know. It just looks, it looks bad. Whatever the case, if you want to give it a shot, starts on January 17th. And last up, we're getting a lot of good news about MCU's upcoming project, WandaVision, coming to Disney Plus on the 15th. That's right. We're in the countdown already. And in fact, this LTNN news short will still be playing after the first two episodes air. That's right. We're getting two episodes that first night. And the episode count has been upped to nine for this first season, if it's a season. I don't even really know if this will be a continuing series or one standalone story. But we will get some answers soon. But one thing we don't really need to worry about right now is whether or not it's any good because the critics have been chiming in. They've had the opportunity to watch the first three episodes of WandaVision and you know what? Sounds like it's going to live up to expectations. 
One such reviewer had this to say, I saw three episodes of WandaVision and I am hooked. They really go for it. This is from Kevin Palloway. He says, this is one of the most ambitious and weirdest things Marvel's ever done. And this is the studio that had 300 superheroes in their last movie. Well, technically it was two movies ago, but we'll let that slide. That's going to do it for this week in nerdy news. I'm Radio Matt, and this is LTNN. this week and we thought it might help us out and it might help you the listener out oh, maybe killing two we thought it would be a I, it was my idea i mean i'm all about it but anyway i just was thinking kill two proverbial birds with one proverbial stone but don't actually kill any birds literal birds with stones it's unless you are um, a proficient poultry farmer Anyway, farmer, <laughs> what do you call it? Is it a rancher is cows. If you're killing them with stones, you're a proficient a hunter. But what? But chickens, you might just I, have some yard birds. I know we have a listener who has some of them. I, we also, several, we have. Some. Yeah. Anyway, but we need them for the eggs. So here's the deal. We have a metric ton of board games on our shelves. I got three new games in today. Yeah, so there are several problems. One of them is Bubba's, he likes to buy games because he feels like he needs to know all the things about the new games. Also, he wants to support developers. And also, right he now, wants to be relevant to the community. Stores. Yes, local game stores. Try, need, the need to be relevant to the community that you're yeah. trying to reach. Uh, yeah. I get it. Also, we live in a tiny house. Not like a tiny house, tiny house. Yeah, not like an actual tiny house. But it's pretty small. So for for reference, everyone, there is one particular outlet in our house that if I plug the vacuum cleaner into it, I can vacuum the entire house. Without ever having, yep, without having to move. um, I can almost vacuum even the garage. Really? Yes. Wow. I did not know that. Oh, yes. Even I am learning things. When I tell you we live in a small house, I am not kidding. We really do. So um, we need some shelf space. You need some games. I know you do. So I was thinking. Why don't we just solicit the listeners to buy us a new shelf? That That seems like a better idea. We don't need to keep bringing more stuff into this house, though. It's going to unless we're going to sell one of the children. I'm open to it. No, I love them. And I hate to break it to you, but more games are going to be coming into this I, house. Well, so if they're going to keep coming in, there needs to be like an output 
we've got an input or and oh we definitely have i don't know the words anyway i want to give people some gently used games or sometimes even unopened games potentially i don't don't appreciate they're pre-loved but we're not going to give you any we're not going to give you junk that's no like been laying on the kid's floor or whatever um because we have a few of those but I i don't have junk games well, no, I just I don't it, like well, if I have had junk games. But I can think of one that's on the shelf right now that I'd consider junk. That's OK. I don't know what you're talking about. But first we'll of all, we'll talk about it later. How dare you? No, okay. we'll talk about it later. <laughs> I don't want to bash anybody. Um, it's anyway. Um, I, I'm I am trying so to get curious. through this segment. And I'm stalling because I don't. I don't he doesn't want to get. But. <laughs> I think but I'm willing. But I'm to willing to. I'm willing. How much do you love your listeners? Um. Well, which do one specifically? Do you love them? I don't know because I don't know who's going to win it. So, um. Yeah. Just holy boatloads of board games. Yeah. Batman. Yep. So here's what we are giving away. Which I did talk to you about this, and you agreed hesitantly to. <sighs> To offer this game, it's called Team Three. It's by Brain Games. It's a fun game. So, if you're familiar with the, um, I looked it up in preparation for this because I was like, these guys have to have a name. The the little monkeys, the three wise monkeys. Hear no evil, see no no evil, evil, speak no evil monkeys. Mm -hmm. So this this game is kind of loosely based around that concept. So it's only for three players, and each player has a role. Sort of, you are either mute, deaf, or blind. Mm -hmm. Um, and you're trying to, um, they're kind of these puzzle piece types of things, plastic, almost like Tetris, uh, pieces. Tetris is perfect way to put it. And, um, trademarks, probably trademarks. Oh, yeah. Uh, something Tetris-ish. Tetris. (laughs) Fix it. Um, anyway, so you're, you're trying to replicate a shape that's on a card and you have to kind of communicate without using your respective um, communication device. One person who cannot see Mm -hmm. is trying to arrange them based on another person who can't hear who's speaking and the other person who can't speak, Speak. who is hand motioning. Yeah. It's just like every, the one person. So you have to work together. This is a co-op game. Um, and so I don't know. I thought it would be a good thing to give away because we'll literally mail it to you it is it's only three players so it's not like you have to have it's you know you can use it as a party game oh yeah because you can, you can rotate people. it's very yeah. it's very fast um probably five minutes or less i think it's five minutes I think or less, it, yeah isn't it? like you have a five technically you have a five minute time limit on I think what it's you're five doing. minute three minutes in one minute you can you can play it in different. one minute how would yeah. you do it in one minute terribly yikes Did you cheat you, have to you would have had to play with people like you. You would have had to develop a system with certain people. I it's think. called cheating. Yeah, <laughs> that's this. If you can do it in one minute, that's the system. Anyway, um, while we're all cooped up with small amounts of people in our houses, uh, this seemed like a good thing. And it's co-op and, and I love co-op games. I'm all about putting games in people's houses like I want everybody to play games. And honestly, I want people to play the games that I play because then I can talk to you about those games that I play. Yeah. So the so, easiest way to get people to play games is just give them to them. Yeah. 
Sure. Why not? So. So here's how you get it. Potentially lucky listeners. Mm. What you need to do, our challenge and the one requirement to be part of this giveaway um, is to rate and review our podcast on iTunes. Yeah. So I think it's called Apple Podcasts now. I set you up because I told you you, iTunes before. uh Apple Apple Podcasts. You know what I'm talking about. You'll find it. It's there. Yep. And you're going to say, well, what if I don't what if I don't listen on Apple? We will do one for your thing later. Yep. So if you listen on something else, send games. us an email and maybe next time we'll give away um, a game on that platform. I would say if you could take the extra step for us and tell us that you have done it and maybe even send us a screenshot. You don't have to, but it's going to be easier for us to say, oh, you're knit fan 29 on apple podcasts yeah yeah because i don't know well we're gonna have to figure it out you know but uh i don't know i just thought it would be fun and of course we want your honest feedback also we do love stars five stars yeah you can (laughs) leave whatever feedback you want five stars if you want to rate any other podcast you can do that that's that's fine if you just if you want to give out a four star review i can give you some podcasts <laughs> to go give that to a uh, free play We're looking for, no that's fine that's another five star <laughs> okay yeah. anyway so but help us help you help us you're doing great yeah i want less games on my shelf i want that's... i want you to have games and and this one is really fun. It is this great. It's really that's, fun. That's the main thing for me is I want to I I want people to have games. Mm-hmm. And I'm willing to take from my stock and mail them to you on our dime. Yes, you will not have to pay for shipping. Nothing. We I, will ship it to you. And honestly, I don't care where you live. If I can ship around the world, I'll ship it around the world. It doesn't matter to me. We're we're gonna commit to doing that. Okie dokie. Yep. All right. Well that's it. That's my that's my giveaway uh bit that Bubba's not completely on board with, but I damish. Hey. <laughs> I mean we we're gonna get into this in, in a minute, but giveaways are, are awesome. They're absolutely fantastic. So I'm glad that you guys can be a part of this and we wanna be able to give back to you guys as well because you take time out of your day to listen to us you don't have to do that you don't have to you really don't some of you i don't know why you do um but god don't bless america hopefully we make you laugh (laughs) or something or think i tell people all the time i just have to amuse myself if anybody (laughs) else laughs that's just ancillary so here's what we want to do um that was really fun and cheeky in the last bit. Cheeky. Anna really likes how to use the word cheeky. Uh, yeah, it's so British. It's very down to I'm a down to head. I keep telling you that. Um, but what things can you do in order to create the best possible community experience for your people? So there are some technical things that you're going to have to figure out. You're absolutely going to have to figure it out. Because the internet is built on some serious technology. Um, luckily for us, most of it is pretty easy there's like an app or whatever on your phone that you can just hop on and clickety clack away gone are the days that you have to be like a nerd who is invested in years of coding to have an online community back in my day when we wanted to send a gif it was an act of congress and that is not a political joke it was just ridiculously hard 
but you don't have to really take any time to like learn the massive amounts of technology there is. You could potentially lose out on some of the easy, easy capital in your community if you don't like learn the easy stuff that's out there. So it's an easy miss if you just say, well, we have to be on here. This is the way the world's going. And then you don't take any time to really pour into it at all. I'm not saying you got to understand coding, but you do have to understand the platform. So here are the top 10 ways in no particular order, but just numbered for convenience sake. Here are 10 of the ways. Here are a 10 ways. Um, These may be a little bit more helpful. I don't know. You be the judge. Um, Maybe you're going to learn more from the first segment than you do this one. But you do them. You do the numbers now. Number one. One. Hey, that was, why do you echo? What is going on here? I just like echoing. There there are people and things here to absorb the sound. No echo. Number one. I like it. That's good. Pick your main social media or online platform. You are going to be tempted and probably even encouraged to start out with 15 different things. You got to be on Facebook. You got to be on Twitter. You got to be on the TikTok. All them kids are on TikTok. You got to get on that TikTok. You got to have all these Instagram. I all, don't even know what a TikTok is. It's uh, like a clock on TikTok. Yeah. Um, and if you don't know what the thing is, maybe you don't need to be on it. You have online forum on this list. Is that the name of a thing or it's just Ge- generic online forums generic online forums so okay. they before like social media was a thing this is how people communicated and yeah forums. shared information chat rooms and forums mm-hmm. and stuff like that they still so, they do still exist yes so pick your main platform whatever it is it doesn't matter to me facebook here are a couple of ones that it could be facebook twitter instagram discord tiktok YouTube, online forum, your church or organization's website, um, or like specifically even if you are a a religious organization, like a planning center online or some center. Yeah, we love PCO or some other church management software that has like a an online community. If you're not using planning center, I don't know what the heck you're doing with your church. (laughs) I know what they're doing because. Some people are really into whatever their church management software is. And I'm not going to name a I'm couple, not name but any, I won't. I don't know, yeah, we're just going to say Planning Center. <laughs> That's the one that we will say. We won't say the other ones and then talk ne- negatively about them. But I know, like, specifically, if your church is using Planning Center, um, I found out the other day, not a sponsor, but they could be if they want to, like that's not even a joke. Legit, if you work for Planning Center or you're Planning Center adjacent, Bubba at lovethynerd.com, let's get it rocking. Um, because we at Love Thy Nerd use Planning Center. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, I just found out the other day that their groups module now supports messaging inside of the Church Center app. And for us, that's like, thank you. We've been asking to do that for a long time. Many of my requests have been for that. (laughs) But you need to figure out what that thing is that you are going to use. And the way that you're going to know what to use is because. Number two. Perfect. Just like we planned it. 
Research that platform and see what other people are doing on it. So you're going to know which one is going to work the best for your audience. Most of you are going to default to Facebook. And you know what? That's okay. We have a Facebook group. Well, I mean, because lots of people use, like, I don't know how you would create. I guess you can create a community with Instagram, but I don't feel like Instagram is Absolutely quite. Absolutely. 100% you can. Can you create group rules on Instagram group? Is there no, like Instagram no, groups? Not everything. Well, see, you're thinking within the context of Facebook groups. That's, yeah. That's the, that's the, the shell of which you have well, for community. I guess because okay. in a way, some of the specific communities that I'm part of on Facebook deal with information dissemination absolutely which i think is more so i mean here's the thing as you're researching like what are you trying to do is this more just just being social and just engaging with one another maybe instagram or tiktok or you know something (laughs) i love how you say that with such trepidation (laughs) it's one of the baddies it's one of the ones that's like parents watch out yeah for tiktok anyway do your research um, well, I'm just saying, I don't know anything about it. Oh, it's very Anyway, yeah. um, Facebook works well for the, the disseminating information side of things. Yes. And so, and so. But even then I find myself having conversations with people, even in our church, like ministries in our church that I would say, I don't know that you necessarily need a Facebook group. Maybe you need a Facebook page. For what you're trying to do, uh-huh. because a phage, a, a phage, a phage. I just invented a word. I don't. Sounds like mage or like. I don't know. I, don't I know. like it. Trademark. That's mine. I want ten dollars every time anybody even thinks up. about it. Maybe it's a word. But if you if you are trying to do a group, oh, faye yogurt is spelled like phage. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was trying to say. Yeah, it's a probiotic thing. <laughs> If, if you are trying to just like, I have information I'm trying to get out to people, that's a Facebook page. Right. If you have conversations you that you're feedback. trying to, you just need to people tell people can give things. you feedback, but that's not the point of it. It's, it's very public. It's very outward facing. You're not hiding that page from anybody. It's to get the information about your business or thing out mm-hmm. there. If you have a group, Facebook groups are specifically designed to be communities engage in. yeah mm, now i think it's a good it's a good uh differentiation there yeah well like i said it's a conversation i've had many many uh-huh. many times and i don't know you you have to decide what is it that you're trying to do now obviously we're talking about creating community so i would lean more towards a facebook group than a page and if you are leaning more towards a page than a group chances are you are not creating community in the thing that you're trying to do um, because you're really just creating a platform Getting something out there for your voice, yeah. which is not wrong. Okay. Like you may need to be doing that, Well, but it's not, but it's not, if your goal is community, it's just not going to work that way. Bingo. Yeah. Hit me with the next one. Number three, number three. And this piggybacks on the last thing that I just said, have more gives than you do takes. I was confused about what this means. That's fine. I, don't know what I that means. Lo- oh man, I love explaining this one because I believe this is truly at the heart of healthy community. So, let's say, for instance, um, you are a church 
or a religious organization or a 501c3 or something like that, right? Like there is, there is a group that is following the things that you're doing, Mm -hmm. but at the same time, you want to create community and you want to be able to give back to them. So you need to be doing something that gives to them more than it takes from them. So in the context of a church, we joked about it earlier, always ask for donations. Like that's just the thing to do, right? Like obviously don't, don't do that. Mm -hmm. That's bad. You need to give your people on ramps and opportunities to become a part of your organization and to be invested in the thing that you're doing, but it doesn't need to be the thing that drives your community and the stuff that even you post from your community. So for instance, if you're in your, we'll we'll just use Facebook groups, okay? If you're in your Facebook group as your official profile, whatever it is, your organization, what you don't want to do is every time somebody sees that icon, it's just megaphone, megaphone, megaphone. Like you need to give to them like, hey, here's an online resource that either we created or somebody else did or whatever. This is for you. We're not asking you to do anything, fill out any form or anything like that. We're not collecting any information or money or anything. Here's a free thing that we have for you. So right now, in the midst of COVID-19, that can look like a smattering of things. A lot of times we find ourselves saying things like, well, somebody else is doing it. Like you're doing all this mask stuff. And I keep telling you, you got to create stuff to share with people. And you're like, well, other people are doing that. It's being done already. It's being done. But the, the world over. The thing is, you have a captive audience. And if you can meet the needs of your captive audience, don't think somebody else is doing it. Well, you do it. Yeah, I guess that's the thing. Like with with sewing in general, when people I just assume that everybody else researches everything as extensively as I do, because I am that way. Like you should see me trying to buy a new vacuum cleaner. I think I've talked about this before. I just I cannot do things by curriculum, et cetera, without it's a a whole thing agonizing over reviews and all kinds of stuff. But not everybody is that way that other people do that. And so when people are like, well, I wish I could. So I wish I could, you know, whatever. I'm like, well, you can. You just have to go and learn a thing. You just have to go and research it. The sarcastic part of my heart and my brain and my innermost being um, as a Christian, you might call it your flesh. Okay, that part of me has to stop myself constantly online from just replying with the comment. Do you you want me to Google Google that for you (laughs) or I know. And honestly, there was there's a website out there. I can't remember. um, I Googled that for you or something dot com, something (laughs) like that, that you you do the Google search there and then you copy the link from that into it. I guess people just assume, well, this is already in your headspace. So that's exactly I, what it I is. know you and I trust you that's and exactly I trust your opinion. Is. So for on my end, it's just as easy for me to ask you as it would be to ask Google and maybe easier because I don't have to filter through everything, not realizing that Google's not me, sassy. Who you're asking, I'm going to have to go Google that thing and, you know, do it for you. I'm I'm doing just what you could have done. Sometimes 
there's nothing lazier that a person can do than ask that kind of a question. And I totally did that to my brother recently where uh, we were, we're looking at. So um, we talked about our giveaway already uh-huh. and uh, we said that we were going to mail things to people. Well, one of the reasons we can do that is because we got this fancy online shipping account thing, beep, 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 beep. Um, which we've had in the past. But the, I was introduced to like a new, a different Nay, different service. And I, my brother is the one who introduced me to it. And I was like, hey, I know you've already researched the differences between all of these things. Can you just give me like the short version of why I should choose one over the other? And he did. But I knew it, you know, takes that person all the time to type it out and summarize. And absolutely. uh, Anyway. So the idea here is that you are going to be giving people what they want so that you can give them what they need. Okay. So I know that that sounds really weird, but like the idea here is that you kind of have the idea of what they need as far as your business or organization or church is concerned that people may not answer Jesus, but maybe, maybe that is what the crux of your thing is. And I know for us it is. Mm-hmm. So what's going to happen here is when you give more, when you have more gives than you do takes, like I, I need things from you guys. Um, I need you to come to our website and traffic and yada, yada. I need you to fill out this form. I need you to do this. I need you guys to give yada, yada, yada. When you do more of that, then your voice is actually going to be heard when you actually have something to say or when you need to ask the community to activate. Because if they only ever see you, and it's an announcement every time that one time you need something from them, it's just going to be another, another thing, another voice in the darkness that mm-hmm. they don't care about. Mm-hmm. So have people want to see you so, post like on a church level. This is like, don't just do email blasts. Sweet Lord. No, do not <laughs> just do email blasts. That would be an example of, I have this conversation all the time with not just our church, but other churches in general. Uh, even I've had it with Love Thy Nerd. Well, you would consider that a take. An email blast would be a well, take. Well, it depends on what's in the email. It depends on what's in the email. So a lot of people will, and I didn't have it up here um, in number one, but email may be the way that you're quote unquote doing community. And honestly, that's fine. Yeah, it works for some people. Okay. Um, but I like to tell people, please send me another email. Please. <laughs> I dare you. I am not responding to it. I'm the worst. Well, let's just do a quick check real, real quick. Just let's look at the, look at the data here. There are two types of people in the world. The people that mark all of their messages as red. And then there are the Bubba types. Who across three email addresses that I have coming into my phone right now, I have 85,527 unread. Unread. So please send me one more email. Yeah. Well, number four. Make That's a different voice. video content. This one I struggle with, bro. But you're doing it. I'm trying. I am trying. You're doing it. If you don't know how, learn. Try to learn something besides iMovie. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like right now, people need to see people. Like reading is great. I said it last week in previous episode. I hear a lot of people are still really into reading, uh, but most <laughs> most consumed 
form of media online right now is video. It just is. So much so that people are even now like really heavily pushing, hey, a lot of people even watch your video when they can't listen to your video. Mm-hmm. So make sure that, that you like have sub, subtitles captions and captions. or something on there. So, hey, I did that. I didn't even know that. You're the bomb.com. It does not have to be Hollywood level. And <laughs> probably is not. John Krasinski. <laughs> Absolutely. But people engage with video content at a higher rate than they do with any other kind, except for memes. And that's it, it's an unfair um, comparison. Memes are just, I don't know what it is about them, but people really <laughs> want to be a part of it. But memes very rarely convey anything cats. of any importance. Um, so video content, you've got to. So here's an idea, right? So um, An idea. An idea, right? Have a midweek video of your pastor just like checking in and saying, hey, church family, we miss you and we're praying for you. It doesn't have to be 45 minutes long. He didn't have to preach a sermon. Just people want to see other people. Or how about this? You could have other public figures in your organization do the same thing, or maybe even share a few things that they're doing in the midst of all of this. It didn't have to be heavy. It didn't have to be deeply theological. This is just a human talking to other humans about something that all of the humans are dealing with. I don't care what it is. Just do video content. Okay? And it's not hard. Anybody can do it. If you have a phone, you can do it. <laughs> you can also go live on almost Ugh, any platform. I cannot go live. You can go live. I'm terrible live, everyone. You but, heard how long it took me to get comfortable with just podcasting and live videos when I have to hear and see myself. I get shaky, like visibly, physically shaky. You got to let all that. The worst. So here's the deal. I I will say (laughs) I would rather do produced content over live content, mainly because I don't trust the Internet. Um, I don't trust myself. That's fair. But if you do, and hopefully you do, you should. Um, (laughs) If you go live, you don't have to worry about editing. So many things can go wrong. But you don't have to worry about editing at all. You push the red button, it does the thing, your, your phone or whatever has a built-in microphone into it. It doesn't have to be Hollywood quality, like I said before. You just go, you say hi. Hey, thank you so much for, for spending a little bit of time with us today. Uh, maybe you have an encouraging word or a quick update, or you're just there to say hi. Like, it doesn't matter. Make video content. I would say, do try to keep it brief if you can if you can because, yes and I know especially if you're I, on facebook or twitter we have or heavy Insta. things and we just need to get things off of our chest but i am one of those short attention span people that i'm like if it's longer than like five minutes tops yeah i just and the numbers it's don't not lie. even always my attention span sometimes it's my children's attention span and they That's all need fair. something from me and then i drop it and if i drop it I'm probably never gonna come back yeah so Hopefully not in the toilet. Make video content. I don't know if I said that or not. In the toilet? Don't make no bathroom videos. No, thank you. People are going to watch a lot of your video content. On the toilet. Number five. 
Start a podcast. Hey, we did that. Hey, this, this is a podcast. What? I mean, it's a radio show, and then you can listen to it as a podcast. Right. It's a whole thing. But like I said before, if you don't know how, learn how. That's your job. Yeah, I can't. I know nothing about I, any I of know. this. I know. Yeah. Well, yes, no, I completely understand. If anything happens to Baba, this podcast is over. <laughs> yes, that's fair. Um, there are tons and tons and tons of like quick start tutorials that you can use to help you move in the right direction. Um, you don't need fancy equipment, but it really just does an help. iPhone. You, yeah, absolutely. Really? You yeah, you can do it with just an iPhone. Don't bury the lead here. Um, I'm just, I'm learning. If you have professional equipment and a properly dampened room and like knowledge of how sound works and all sorts of stuff, then you just going to elevate, right? You know, if you have production and all sorts of stuff, it's going to be great. You can have a an upper echelon show. But I'm here to tell you, friends, that you don't need you don't have to have that. You just don't. Um, so don't worry about having, you know, thousands of dollars worth of podcast equipment or material. It doesn't really matter. Um, there literally is an app called Anchor, A-N-C-H-O-R, that will let you do the whole thing right on your phone. Hey, hey. Yep. Um, and it, it will even publish it for you right from your phone. And it'll put it on Spotify and Apple Podcast and all these other things. It does that all from the app and it's free. Sweet. So when I'm I telling like free you, things. When I'm telling you, just make a podcast. You, you don't have to be a whiz at this stuff. Um, it doesn't have to be professional right now. Maybe it gets there, but it doesn't have to be that way right now. People just want to hear from you. I may not, but you have tons of people in your vicinity, that captive audience that we talked about, that want to hear from you right now. And they're probably going to want to hear from you when all this is over as well. So just do the thing. It doesn't have to be that hard. Um, Like I said, podcast is a great way that you can engage people in your cause. And uh, I know that because... (laughs) You're listening right now. Boom. Roasted. So snap. Yeah. Number six. If you can give stuff away. Hey, that was my idea. I told you we were coming back to it. Um, Yeah. So this is not a secret. It's not rocket science. People love free stuff. You just mentioned. I like to pay for things. You literally just mentioned one minute ago. I'm a, um, what do they call those? Cheap. No, the people who flip flop back and forth. Uh, couponer. Flip flopper. <laughs> no, I'm clipper. not a couponer. You, we tried to be. Yeesh, I'm bad at that. Yeah, it didn't work out for no, us. No, thank you. Hey, people like stuff, right? It doesn't matter what it is. So hold frequent contests or like whatever. Nobody cares how you're giving stuff away. Just give people opportunities to engage in the content that you're creating and win things in the process. Can I offer some pushback right now? Go. Let's hear it. I would argue that it does matter what you're giving away. I don't think that it does. I think it does. No. Because I don't like there. So, you know, when you go to <clears throat> the grocery store or something and so our our store that does more at my H-E-B. <laughs> That's a weird way to get there. But yeah, <clears throat> they have. So I buy curbside. Um, when the waiting list is not two weeks long. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, and a lot days. of times what they will do is if you have kids in the car, they want to give you all these fun little things. 
like erasers with H E Buddy and pencils with H E uh-huh. Buddy and lunch boxes with H E Buddy and straws and spoons and cups and slinkies and cookies, like tons of stuff. And I just want to tell them for the love. Please do not give me more of that stuff because I just end up having to pick it up off the floor and throw it in the garbage. Don't give away garbage to people. Here's the deal. Fidget spinners. You don't want that. But the audience that that crap is intended for. Fidget spinners. Yeah, let's go. Fidget me spinner, bro. Mm-mm. Our kids most certainly want all that buddy <laughs> junk. Okay. I am like, there's part of me that wants to be a minimalist that I'm having to fight against because my inner hoarder and inner minimal minimalist are um, in great disagreement right now. Nah. So I just don't, I don't know. I'd say quality over quantity. That's what I think. Well, that's a perfect world, right? Yeah. But like the deal is that maybe you can't do that. Maybe you don't have a bunch of games. That you Just can give, give away, away some slinkies. Maybe maybe yeah. you have like stickers or buttons or whatever or a handwritten note or something like that. Like people want something that shows that you care. Mm-hmm. They really do. Whenever we send something out, we'll send it out whenever we, we do this game, Team 3. Whenever we send something out with Love Thy Nerd, we always put a handwritten note in there. Yes. And a pen and a lanyard if we can and stickers and all sorts of stuff. Just junk like swag that we we create to give to people mm-hmm. because people like to get stuff so if you can do that then do that just know that it's going to be out-of-pocket expense yeah unless you can get somebody else to to cover the cost of that or you just have a bunch of stuff to give away it's like games on your shelf i don't speak english <laughs> Also, in that you want to make sure that you follow through on your promise to actually mail the stuff. I have totally blown this before. Um, and it sucks a lot. Like, so if if we said, hey, um, we're going to give away three games this week. And then I'm like, nah, I got really busy. I didn't really do it. You know, whatever. The next time you go to do the giveaway, you're going to get far less engagement because the chances of somebody saying, uh, yeah, no, uh, Bub actually didn't send the thing that he was supposed to send. The the chances of them saying that in a comment section or something like that is actually pretty high. Um, <laughs> so this is just an insider pro tip here. This is the worst podcast yeah. ever. You could also maybe look for like churches or like people close to you or whatever organizations that could donate some stuff if you don't want to yeah. just give away napkins. Um, oh, yeah. But toilet paper, you could probably do toilet paper. Oh, right yeah. That'd be that'd hot be seller great. for sure. Um Specifically right now, maybe it's like a gift card to a local business. I don't know. Like be creative. Like Whatever don't... your um, popular coffee house is in yeah. your area. Do not be afraid to ask people that you are close to that maybe own a business or are owner adjacent to a business for stuff. Mm-hmm. Like if you're going to give it away and you're going to boost stuff, even if like, especially if you're a local yeah. organization or podcast, whatever, like. We'll give you a shout. And yeah, like, hey, we, we, we will boost you. We'll use our platform to boost you. Mm-hmm. So I like to tell people, let them tell you no. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Number seven. This one's hard for a lot of people. Okay. Remember what it was that made you create this community in the first place. And the answer is not a virus. This ain't Corey's fault. This ain't Rona's fault. Okay. 
you did this because there was an overwhelming need for community within your sphere of influence. Maybe somebody else pushed you in the right direction. Maybe this podcast elevated that need a little bit higher. But it's not just because this virus thing happened. It's not just because like there was an itch that only you could scratch. You just like happened to be standing really close and holding a stick that could reach people in need. Like that's what your community does. Scratches that itch for somebody. I don't like that. You ask me all the time to scratch your back. (laughs) You're welcome. Thank you very much. So here's the deal. Like people are going to come through your, uh, your organization and your community and wherever you land online. This happens all the time to us, and it has happened in several different communities that I have been managing. They're going to come through, and they're going to try and alter what it is that you are trying to do and or create. Mm. Some people with really pure intentions, hey, you should, you guys should do this. You should think about this. Hey, it'd be really great if you could whatever, dot, dot, dot. But it's really up to you to stay the course. So... This like is, kind of like pick a lane type of thing. Yeah, just hold true. Like that's why creating guidelines and stuff like that is a good idea. Um, using your organization's mission statement mm-hmm. in a communal context is really good. For Love Thy Nerd, you know, we want to love and serve our nerdy neighbors. And in a online, excuse me, an online community um, standpoint for us, that means that we want to create a safe place where people can come together. Another thing that we try to do is we want to change the preconceived notions that the church has with nerd culture and that nerds have with church culture. And so within our online spaces, those are the guidelines that we use. That's that's like our, our North Star that we're trying to follow. So I would say for you, with whatever it is, just dance with the girl that brought you. Like, why are you here? Why are you doing what you're doing? Not to say that your community won't evolve. Because it probably should. Mm -hmm. Like as you start to learn things, maybe some of your guidelines change. Maybe some of your focus kind of shifts a little bit. But don't get off course. Yeah. Like stay on the line. And I think sometimes when people come to you with, okay, maybe you guys should do this. It's like, hmm, that's a good idea. Maybe you should do that. Go for it. Um, Because... uh, it's just really easy to max out your bandwidth quick with some of this stuff. Um, you just, you can't do everything. And so you have to pick, we all have to pick. Um, and I guess just that depends on listening to the Holy Spirit some. Yeah. Um, Cause you, we just, we cannot, we cannot do everything. No, we cannot. All right. Well, n- number eight. Yeah. We'll start there. <laughs> And we're going to kind of pick up speed because I'm sorry, like I need to, I really do need to legitimately apologize to everybody because community is something that has been very, it's a passion of mine. It's not just something that I have done. It is a passion of mine. And I have made a lot of um, good choices and I've made a lot of very poor mistakes. Um, I have failed very well in community management and creation and implementation of sorts. So I'm going to try and go a little bit quicker through eight, nine and 10 here. Um, But 
Uh, number eight, like Anna mentioned, this is bring people in that are just as good, if not better than you are to help you do this. Like this is TED Talk 101 right here. Like anytime you go to work yourself out of a job. Kind absolutely. Of how to build a good team kind of deal. Um, if you need, I know I'm always like slapping around people who read books and stuff like that. But if you need some leadership books and team building books, I in my church life over the last decade, I have been to hundreds, it feels like, if not bedillions of these things. I have, I've, I've sat through hundreds of hours of leadership training. That, yeah. Like I really have mm-hmm. in person, online, whatever, doesn't matter. Like it's always stretching yourself to be a better leader. Okay. So that pours over into this because if you are the one starting it or if you are the community manager or whatever, if it's your responsibility to make sure this thing bangs on, you have got to bring people around you, mm-hmm. you have that to have a team. can do this. Yep. And if they can't do it, you've got to bring people around you that you can train to mm-hmm. do this thing. So you, you got to bring people around so that they can keep eyes on the community and like help meet the needs while you're out there hosing spaghetti sauce, sauce off your eight year old or whatever, like, which is a real thing that may happen at some point, like whatever the crisis is in your life, you cannot be on the internet 24 hours a day. Right. No one person can and, uh, make sure somebody's on duty and so that you can be off, off yeah. duty. We have several people like that in our community, and I'm grateful for every single one of them. You are one of them. You're a mod in our group. I've been a very poor mod as You're of still late. There. You've been great. Don't well, everybody's been busy of late, but don't that's that's neither here nor there. But you need a moderator team, a team of admins, whatever, and you need to empower them with the authority to make decisions um, that you don't have to be a part of. Uh, I, I think that this is sometimes challenging 100%. Um, because the tendency, just warning you now, the tendency will be to give somebody responsibility um, and then sometimes to renege on that. Like, oh, yeah, um, I, I, I was on you for a long time about like you have got to outsource some things and like delegate because you just cannot do everything. If If you do everything, you have all the control, but then you have all the responsibility. Yeah. And it's really easy to say, I need help. And you have a person and they say, yes, I'll do this thing. And you're like, great. And then they start doing that thing. But then you feel like, oh, I could do it better. Yeah. Fight. Which will happen, by the way. Fight the urge. Nobody will ever do something better than you. It is one of the most, speaking from experience, it's one of the most annoying things in the world when you tell somebody, yes, I will do that. Yes, I will volunteer. And they don't give you the space to learn. Yeah. And they keep taking things back or they just keep circumventing you and trying to hand like, I thought you gave me this responsibility, but now I'm questioning whether you are going. If you give somebody a job, let them do that job. Even if you have to practice a little bit of patience, let them do it. Yeah. Um, If now empowering means you are there if they have questions. Yeah. Readily available. Make sure that they know that they can ask you whatever anytime but give them doesn't give them the space to do what you have asked them to do without micromanaging them for the love micro it does not mean that i say okay hey anna 
um, I want you to do this and you have to do it this specific way. And if you don't, then I'm just going to take it back from you. Right. Um, I had a conversation with somebody today and they want to help and volunteer. And I said, okay, so I, I'm going to give you the template, but I'm also going to give you the freedom to be creative with this. Mm -hmm. There is a general rule, a structure about how we want these things to go. But I want you to feel like you have creative control. At the same time, I am going to speak into it and give you encouragement and help you through because that's what it means to actually like make disciples is that you don't just heap responsibility on somebody Mm -hmm. and then let them go. Mm -hmm. But you're constantly like, okay, hey, um, here's what we could do to kind of make that better. Uh, It's not. I need you to, to do this again and do it the way that I want to do it. Because it takes just as much time, honestly, for me to do that, more time yeah, than it would for me to just do it. And it doesn't, like I said, make disciples. So bring people alongside of you that are good or trainable or better than you and allow them to do things like speak on behalf of your church and or organization or whatever it is. Um, they, need to have, they need to have the power to do that in this online space. Because the last thing you want them to do is to go, oh, that's a good question. Um, let me get back. I have to talk to my boss. Right. And you, you know. and then you still end up having to answer all yeah. the things. Because then what have yeah. you done? Yeah. Number nine. Treat people in your group like they matter. Friends, we are online now. Okay. Just pixels are people too. You need to put that into your brain. All right. The weirdest versions of people come out online. They are more political more virtuous, more obnoxious, more zealous, and like all of the other negative things that you can think about when they don't have to look you in the eye. Mm -hmm. Do not be that way to them. All right? Like I know I'm very stern right now, but you're the leader. Do not stoop to that level. Okay? We talked about some of the stuff in the previous segment of what's going to happen when you pull somebody's comment or you do something like that. Uh, or you try and, and guide people back down the path, you can't go to that place. You can't stoop to that level. You got to treat people like they matter mm-hmm. because they do. Um, I think that at this moment, sometimes it's really important to have good leadership set up as well because I think that sometimes it can reach a point with someone once they get to that space. Yeah. That, they are being obnoxious. They are feeling defensive and start to the claws start to come out. And sometimes we can do okay with that to a certain point. It's like when you, with your kids that you have so many patient responses and then suddenly like I'm done. You're, you yeah, you flip your lid. I like to call that becoming emotionally compromised uh, in a conversation where you can no longer answer them objectively. You're not you're just invested in a different way and a more personal way all of a sudden in this conversation because somehow you've been personally offended. And so to have another person in leadership with you who can come in fresh yeah. or that you can pull into that conversation or that you can CC and they can be like, they can take it from there and yeah. you can dismiss yourself from that conversation um, is a good thing because we just all reach that point sometimes. We do that a lot of times with our mods. We're like, I'm going to, I'll take that one. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You're blowing up right now. (laughs) I can feel the heat coming out of my phone. Like, let me go ahead and take that one. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so we mentioned not engaging them in the comments, move to private message. And really what you want to do is always you want to, private message. When you move there, you want to start with asking questions, not heaping on accusations Mm -hmm. Um, and this is basic diplomacy sandwiching absolutely like paul what you appreciate about that person and their voice in your community before you begin that absolutely (laughs) i have done both of the things the um accusing and also the question having and i I will i will tell you that one works way better than the other you accused people no way so here's the deal like here's the crux of it all right like there's a reason that that person said what they did. Um, now it's up to you to figure out why mm-hmm. you and or your team. What made you snap, friend? Yeah, and I mean, at the end of the day, I have gotten to the end of that conversation, and that person has still left our community. Mm-hmm. But I hope that they felt vindicated, validated, heard, whatever they needed. Um, but at the end of the day, it may be that your community is not the place for that person. Mm-hmm. And that is a tough they just spot. Have expectations of your community that are just yeah. cannot be met. We get a lot of stuff. Well, if you can't then, or I've always had an issue with, and I'm like, I just, I'm not sure why you're here. Really? I mean, the internet is a very big place. There are no, I have a heart of hundreds of communities online. Hundreds. It's a big space. You can just move on to the next spot. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not to say we only want the people we want in our community. That's not it. Mm-hmm. We want to be a place for everybody. And maybe, I, hopefully you do too. But there are people that are not going to jive with your organization or your your desire or whatever it is that, that you are doing inside or outside of your group. Like, it's just not for everybody, and you need to be okay with that. The moment you try to make it okay for everyone, you're going to have a hard day. All right. Number 10. This one is my favorite, okay? Um, because whether you're a small group or a large group, it doesn't matter. Promote others within your community, okay? So um, this could be a business or even like a single person. It doesn't need to be a paid promotion or a slot or anything. And it's actually going to go a lot further and be a better deal for everyone if it's not a paid promotion. Not to say that you can't run those in your group because, I mean, if you're a group that needs to make money, that's not a bad way to do it. Mm -hmm. But this is more like a a spotlight. So Mm -hmm. love on and celebrate the people that have agreed to be a part of this thing that you've created. And if you are a big enough group, uh, go ahead and lift up others that are outside of your realm. So um, you can use your platform to elevate others. Um, yeah, I like to call it, uh, I used to do these like raves for people, not like raves, <laughs> like great. glow sticks, but just like rave reviews Oh of yeah, personal people or companies, or it's kind of what we do with our nerdy recommendations. We get no yeah. kickback from that. Nobody, mm, nope. nobody <laughs> sends yet. us money. Anyway. Nobody comes to us and is like, "Hey, would you recommend my thing?" We just we like to talk about. They can if they, they want to. They Let's could not bury that. Nobody but, has. Yeah, we just, just want to. We just want to talk about people. And yeah, this is stuff that just pours um, out of us. And I think that when you are the kind of group or organization or whatever it is that 
I don't know. People just respond to that and they respond positively to being spoken of positively. Is that crazy or what? They like that. Yeah. If, yeah. if you take the time to showcase somebody else, they're just going to become more invested in what it is that you're doing because you show that you care about them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't use that as a ploy. Obvi. Well, if I'm, well, this person's really important. And if right. I, if I That's do like giving your tithe so that the Lord will bless you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's another podcast. Uh, well, how about you? We would love for you to share your favorite uplifting podcast or community in the comment section. Or if you're not, you don't have a comment section with whatever platform you're listening to this on. Send us an email. I know you know this by now. Churchnerds at lovethynerd.com and let us know who we should look out for. What are some awesome communities and share the community love with everyone. Yeah, and we'll mention them on next week's show. But we can't mention the people and communities and organizations that you don't nominate. So this one's on you. Nominations. Woo. Wee. Mama see that. That sounds really official. Well, I'm sorry from the bottom of my heart how long that section was. I'm looking at the timer. You talk a lot. You're not. You can't. Well, you're right. Um, I have several podcasts. You'd think I'd get all of my words out. You would think. I don't. I got tons of them. Yeah. I could say more right now, but I won't. I'm going to close it. That's going to do it for Church Nerds Rewind. Yes, there is actually more to this episode, but there was a two-hour limit on the morning show today, so we can't put it all in. But you can go find the original episode 12 on lovethynerd.com. We'll see you again next week. And remember, Jesus loves you, nerd.